This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you this week from the Never Not Funny Studios in the Valley of Los Angeles. It's Monday, April 18th, Two Oceans 11, and I had a great time in Pensacola, Florida and New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah, that, New Orleans. Uh, thank you to everyone at Phineas Foggs and Howlin' Wolf. And everyone who came out to those shows, I'm trying to perform as many shows this year as possible in as many cities as possible and getting to meet all the nice people 
who listen to this shit is pretty cool. I got shows coming up at Asbury Hall in Buffalo, New York, April 28th, Comedy Bar in Toronto on May 1st, Wise Guys in West Valley City, Utah, uh, that's like Salt Lake City, on uh, May 4th, Knitting Factory in Boise, May 6th, the Wilma Theater in Missoula, Montana on May 7th, and I'm doing, I know it was a great John Goodman impression, and I'm doing a uh, 420... It was a really great Mark Addy. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, House of Thrones later, um, which is the uh, Tyler Perry version of <laughs> House of Thorns. Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, okay. I knew you'd have to say something. You couldn't wait until I did all this stuff because I always say something ridiculous that needs to be corrected. Uh, on, uh, I'm doing a 420 in the afternoon stand-up show on May 15th at Flappers in Burbank. Have you been out to Flappers, Sam? I have not. Yeah, it's great. And uh, that's at 420 in the afternoon, in case I didn't mention that, on May 15th. And all of my tour dates can be found at douglovesmovies.com. And you can find uh, premium road live apps of Doug Loves Movies and the Benson Interruption, the podcast, in the comedy albums section of iTunes. All right. My guests today tried to remain quiet, but had to jump in when I kept saying... House of Thorns and Game of Crowns. <laughs> You're getting so close to the title of the HBO yeah, yeah. program. Uh, my guests today are two dudes you might know from their appearances on the Adam Carolla podcast and from their own website called Schmoes No, Christian Harloff. Did I pronounce that right? You did. And you got Schmoes No right. You didn't say Schmoes Nose. Thank you for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can't believe I, I didn't add an S to the end. Do you, the do you mostly have black people say, talking about it? Because they add S's strangely. Um, <laughs> we do review the Tower Perry movies on a regular basis. <laughs> Last week, I, I was made some sort of joke where I needed the words Tyler Perry to come out of my mouth, and I couldn't think of his name. So I was just like, you know that Medea guy or whatever? And it was <laughs> Bill Burr just no looked at me like, what? And Mark Ellis... Thank you. I pronounced that one right also? Nailed it, buddy. Okay, Christian Harloff and Mark Ellis. And um, you know who's got to be, I mean, I've already addressed him by name, but you know he's got to be on every in-studio ep so that <laughs> I can play the Leonard Malton game. <laughs> Sam the Ma'am Levine. Wow, thank you. That was a unique way of introducing me. Yeah, have you ever so been called the Ma'am? The Ma'am, no, I haven't. <laughs> but I hope it, I really hope it. It fits it, better it with Sam up. than Man. Yeah. <laughs> Because people always say Sam, Sam the man, man about yeah, people. It's like that would rhyme. Yeah, if it, Sam from Nam would make sense. I, if only I had take ever that. visited Nam. Sam, you'd be called that. So, is that your dirty plan? Am I only uh, on when you're in studio now? No, you could be. You're going to definitely be again. in the front of an audience again because you're in the upcoming tournament of championships right. that are going to start at any time now. There's nine qualifiers plus an alternate, and the, dig oh. this: the alternate is it Gina Davis. The alternate is Simon Pegg. Wow! Yeah, he qualified too late to get into this this round. Plus, oh. also he's, he doesn't live here. Sure, but he's going to be out here doing Star Trek uh, too. So, he, in addition he, to what he said, he'd be happy to uh, come back on the show again. Well, that's great as an alternate. But now, if he's on set on Star Trek two, and then he gets the call from you <laughs> that he's in the tournament of champions, what takes priority? He's Scotty. Oh, he, he just beam himself over. Yeah, he, he, he comes. <laughs> he does travel fast. He yeah. comes right over. I hope he's method. I hope he doesn't have that little sidekick thing that he had in the in the first Star Trek movie. Paul? The, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul was the lead, and they, they were the sidekicks. Oh. Uh, I guess, since it was called Paul. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, I, yeah, I forgot that sidekick. Anyway, that was the only thing I didn't like about the first Star Trek, and I didn't I didn't hate that that much. It was no Jar Jar or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> it's, not that it's not that crazy. So... 
Um, I asked you before the show, one schmo knows the podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The other schmo doesn't know. Um, Correct. So that's going to be interesting. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. (laughs) All my answers on this podcast are going to be singular. Yes. All hate mail. Yes and no. All hate mail goes to him. But at least we've established the difference in your voices, and uh, I hope that people can hear the difference in your uh, one of you is wearing a hat and one of you is not wearing a hat. It should, that desperation of needing a hat should come out in my voice. <laughs> but I've seen I you many times, Doug. I'm a big fan of yours. So, oh, okay. You know, I should it's get all good. some points. It's all good. When we, when we play the Leonard Mullen game, you know, you can, uh, we'll start with me and go in that direction so he sure. can go third the first time. Sounds fair. And if he doesn't pick up on it by the time we get around to him, we will chastise him. And uh, throw things at him. I, I hope I it's like mousetrap, you know, where everybody has to kind of be a team together before you actually do the mousetrap, and then everybody, then it's a free-for-all. But No, it's every man for himself. It's you and, and me and Christian against um, the Sam the ma'am. No. Sam the ma'am. You're too young to be a man. A ma'am. Excuse me. You're not too young to be a man. <laughs> I am. Freudian. Yeah. I am too young to be a ma'am. I, I think prefer he pull Sam it off. Miss. Sam the bearded ma'am. <laughs> Thank you very much. Can I say something about you that I probably never said to you, but I used to think, especially before I actually knew you in person through poker and podcasts? Yeah. Um, I hope you take this as a compliment. When you were on Freaks and Geeks, I thought you were like uh, a little Dana Gould or a littler Dana Gould. You have told me that before, for the record. (laughs) And it's a compliment, right? (laughs) And of course I take that as a compliment. Dana's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's he's amazing. He's great. All right, good. And he's married to the head of HBO who put up the, all the money for uh, Cards of Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Thorns of Sam, son of Sam. It's like going to the movies with my grandpa. You were getting warmer for a minute, and now you're, just, you're way off course. All right, well, this is, uh, is going to be a fun show. I, f- I feel it already. And uh, I was watching Spider-Man 3 on the elliptical yesterday. I saw your tweet. Go on. Oh, God. That gets me excited to exercise, like watching Tobey Maguire play against himself in Venom. I I love that the musical number. Please go on, Doug. God, it's the worst. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't. Fortunately, I missed that part. I saw the part where. I was I was on the elliptical for about an hour and uh, nothing had actually happened yet when I finally stopped watching it. Of course, I was watching it on regular TV with um, it was uh, what's it called? The, what's the show that um, dinner and a movie? Yeah, no, like that. <laughs> but it's oh, on DVD FX. And TV. Yes, yes, yes. Hosted yes. by uh, Dave Holmes, our friend Dave Holmes, who's been on this podcast. Who is awesome and and uh, uh, hot yeah. lady, hot lady. Okay. Yeah, hot Dave lady. Holmes. stands next to him and goes, "Oh, you, you guy." Plus, hot lady you, equals you guy. DVD Every on movie. TV. Show. Yeah, stay on him on a harness yesterday. He was showing how what it's like to fly around like Spider. Oh, but anyway, was watching it and um, I thought of this question. <clears throat> I'll throw it out to everybody. Do you think Spider-Man 3 is the Godfather 3 of Spider-Man movies? <laughs> um, you could just answer yes or no to that one. I, yeah, you, I think and by the, default think you yes. have to be, because the first one and the second one aren't as bad, nearly as bad as the third one. So Yes, except Godfather 3 was better because Sofia Coppola actually gets shot. On the, no one else. Do you know what sucks about Godfather 3 is that if it were not Godfather Part 3, it, uh, that would actually be a a reasonably good movie. She's so bad, though, in it. I mean, she's, she's Look, awful in it. I understand. Yeah, it's, uh, but there are plenty of great movies where one actor is not good. 
I think it's refreshing. I think it's refreshing that she knows how to. She knows good acting when she sees it because her movies, <laughs> all the acting in her movies is great. Great, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she knows it when she sees it. Right. She just can't make her face do it. No, <laughs> and that's why she's like, screw this. I'm going to direct because yeah. I can't do that. Spider-Man I can do the other thing. Spider-Man Three is also so big. Is why is everyone crying in that movie? It's very sad, the things that are, they're finally realizing about all that great responsibility. I just and, hated uh, <laughs> they, they wasted Venom, you know, because you have this really cool, huge comic book character, and they got a guy that looks like me to play him, and he's, it just, it, it really, that could have been its own movie, you know, and instead it was like the last 15 minutes of Spider-Man 3. Well, as soon as they announced, you know, we got Thomas Hayden Church uh, for Sandman, and we got uh, this guy, and you know, and, and, uh, Topher Grace. and Franco's still going to be in it, yeah. and you know, as soon as it's like, oh, that sounds great, when does that ever work nope. when they, the sequel adds a million villains? See Joel It always Schumacher. makes, yeah, exactly, <laughs> it always adds exponential, exponential badness to the picture, because they don't concentrate on any particular villain they just sort of have these types like i love topher grace and thomas hayden church but they were they were some sort of cgi creation during half of their screen time at least but on the same accord does that make you nervous for dark knight rises because there's t- it, it, the word keeps coming out there's more and more i know well, trust in nolan i know it's, it's the entire different. cast of yeah. Inception is going to play different villains in this right. movie I, i'm not it doesn't make me nervous i trust nolan at this point but those two move those first two batmans have a lot of characters in them and he juggles them great True. and they're all great performers doing great performances mm-hmm. i just worry about this third one just because it's nothing is ever nothing's ever going to be as great as heath ledger's joker in the history of cinema ever again like he's got way <laughs> too much to try to uh you know accomplish yeah yeah, you know, it's, it's a tough and also, that performance yeah. alone drove that movie to the second, not alone because Batman's a big deal too, but you know, drove that movie to the second highest grossing movie of all time, and it couldn't reach Titanic just because movies don't stay in theaters long enough anymore. They're they're available, it's, they're too available, and yeah. not as special as they were when Titanic came out. Like people probably <laughs> so had to wait in line to go see Titanic. Does anybody wait in line for any movies anymore? Yes, like really? Friday and Saturday night, people yeah, no, line up. Go opening night. If you're, if it's like a huge yeah. big ticket movie, well, the difference you is you already to, have even, your tickets when yeah, you're waiting. Yeah, you have to the wait in line after you acquire the tickets easily online, and then you have to show up nine hours ahead of time just so you can get a good seat in the yeah, theater. Yeah, that's why. That's another reason why I feel like people don't wait in line anymore is because I'm always going to the arc light Arc-Light, where you yeah, pick yeah, your exactly. seat. You have to buy them. But I don't even go on Friday or Saturday. I don't know how much busier it gets it's on those. You're nights. out of town. You're but they also have everything's on multiple screens, so I really don't. I mean, I guess sometimes a movie's big enough to have a line outside. Like you'll see a little. You'll see a little stanchion with the sign you know scream for which yeah. brings me to that <laughs> you guys i didn't uh, see your uh, i guess your reviews are all uh, uh audio and visual right you can you you're just not in that order you, yes you, yeah you yeah. have you have clips on your site yeah on our website schmozno.com and, yeah and we're also on youtube but uh the, through our website we kind of we have you know blogs and stuff too but primarily our stuff is video yeah, each yeah. one is like about six minutes, and we have clips from the movie in it too to kind of give you a break from having to look at us. But yeah. but you sit together and and uh, very yes. uncomfortably close together, and yes. and sort of uh, chat about it in in a riffing sort of way or in a prepared way, like where you know what the other guy's going to say. Yeah. At this point, it's 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 almost scary that we've got like that um, it's horrifying. Yeah, we started on current TV like three years ago, and we started kind of back and forth. Have kind of developed, and we know 
almost like stupid twin brothers. Um, yeah, like, Gore, like those twins from G.I. Joe. office. No, I think that's why we got fired. He probably TV. no, he probably finally watched that was us. My Al Gore impression. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was really good. That was really great. I thought you were in some sort of trance. <laughs> we got and fired. You because might become him. <laughs> we wanted to be the two guys who went to North Korea to rescue that reporter. We were going to review yeah. North Korea, and they're like, "Nah, you guys uh, aren't the right guy for it." So, but no. So we went. We basically we approached, the whole reason we started the show was to get like the normal everyday guy just kind of going back and forth, not doing the snooty critic thing, and just. You know. Yeah, but you still become the snooty critic when you see everything. Well, when you I see mean, everything ahead of time, you do get a little bit. Of, like I'll be talking true. to my friends, I'm like, I saw Scream Four two weeks ago. But I think the difference is like again, like for me, like if you read like Owen Gleiberman on Entertainment Weekly, I feel like he's telling you like if you go if you go see a movie that he doesn't like, you're an idiot. Like we're not really ever kind of doing that. Like it's like if you agree with us what we say, then you know if you like our opinions are similar to you, then you might like what we're talking about. If not, then a lot of people I didn't like Scream Four. A lot of people liked it. No, and whoa, and they will tell it. Tell Name me. somebody that liked it. There's a bunch of people that have commented on our. Some site critic, I, I think Entertainment Weekly gave it like a B. They gave it a yeah. B minus, and I was I was surprised. Yeah. I mean, it really is not a good movie. I no. like these movies. I like these kind of movies, and it was just. I, I think if you go into it expecting like, if you can look at, it's more of a farce now. It's more like scary movie three or four than it is Scream. Four. Well, they lost me at two, right? like, yeah, like, and, I agree they, with you. and it jumped over to the scary movies. Got me at three. <laughs> like I switched over from well, I can watch a silly movie that's the same thing essentially, but no. How silly it is! Yeah. I scream, you scream, we all scream. Four. I like it. Which one were you in? <laughs> <laughs> I got Belknap with that. Which one were you in, Sam? My, my mission, ma'am. <laughs> Which one yes. were you in? Which one were you in? I was not in any of the scary. Uh, or you could have just said any of them, and I. I, I, I one. I know you're movie. not in one. I know I you're in, not in one. I was you're not in another two. teen movie, which. Uh, that is, the, people always say, didn't I see you in Scary Movie 2? And I guess they ca- those two movies kind of came out at around the same time. Yeah, I didn't, I, I, didn't get, make, I didn't make that mistake for that reason, but right. I, I, I know that you're in another teen yes. movie. I spoofed Three the one minutes. that has I know no everything horror. that you are in, and then there's other things that I think you might be in. Oh. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I see. <laughs> also Club Dread. That's right. Yeah, well, Club Dread, that's a... <laughs> I've been in two horror films. I you think Club Dread is... <laughs> no, Club, <laughs> Club Dread, Grandpa. Um... But Club Dread, I thought was underrated. I thought I liked that movie. I agree. That movie grew on me as the more I, I got to watch it over the years. And it was kind of like the Scream movies in that it was kind of uh, bloody and violent and in an unpleasant way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, one scene where she reaches out and grabs the knife and then they pull it back through her hands. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it makes me skews me out when I think about it. Yeah, I didn't like the violence in Scream Four that much though. It, it felt cartoon. really the same after because yeah. you just run around with a knife oh. and you get that. Yeah, <laughs> <that gut squishing laughs> noise that you always hear, and it's. I was done with the gut squishing yeah. for ten minutes. Oh my god, the Foley artist spent a fortune on melons. <laughs> There's some guy at home who did the sound for that movie, just holding his head, <laughs> listening to this like my life's work. It's true. Well, the first one was so like that opening scene with Drew Barrymore. It still is so. It's so. It's scary. amazing. It's great. It's, it's so amazing scary. how good it is. Everything, yeah. and then even like there, there is humor because Matthew. Excuse me if I pronounced it wrong. Matthew Lillard. Lillard. I can't. Uh, I shaggy. Lillard. I think it's Lillard. Yeah, Lillard, Shaggy. Um, he. Uh, uh, he was funny in it. He's still psychotic, but he was funny. Had his lines. In this, everything's forced. I thought Anthony Anderson was forced. I thought Adam Brody was forced. I don't know. You know what? I dug the opening scene in Scream Four, though. I thought it was a cool way to do it, and I was into it. And I really thought I was going to hate the high school kids going into the movie, and I didn't end up hating the high school kids. I ended up rooting against Courtney Cox and David Arquette, and they all seemed like they were trying to force themselves into the movie more. 
Like right, because it should be about the kids, and it should be. And I think probably yeah. the idea of this movie is, well, let's have some young people that they can be in the next one, right. and no. we can finally retire this, you know, the goofy sheriff and the, and yeah. the reporter. They all should have been killed in the first ten minutes of the movie, then just let these teenagers die in peace. Yeah, and also that's the thing is that the, the the audiences that went this weekend probably could care less about Courtney Cox and David Arquette mm-hmm. being in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not like sitting around going, oh, I want more of that. Right. I, they want more of just a scary movie that's fun. That's what they yeah. sold you and is And is something that's already in the, you know, it's already in the... Uh, you know, the, the public domain and the lexicon. Yeah, it's just like, it's just Big something word. we're all familiar with. Like, more people know that mask from that movie than from the painting it's it's based on. Is it based on a painting? Yeah, it's that, wow. it's that Munch painting, this, the Scream, is what, it's supposed to, is what it's supposed to look oh, like. Based on right, a painting right, right, from right. Scream 1? You mean like the movie poster <laughs> that somebody did a painting of? <laughs> Uh, are you, did you think about calling it Schmoes Don't Know? <laughs> <laughs> That's don't actually know a great out for us because yeah. people say, oh, you're turning into critics. We're not critics. critics no, we're just Schmoes, you asshole. That's a, yeah. that's How could truth. you say to a Schmo, wow, you're really a fuck up at yeah. what you're doing? I don't you know. Do I'm research. just a Schmo. No shit, we're Schmoes. <laughs> yeah. It's not Sam Worthington. It's a guy from Avatar. What do you want from me? We get yelled at all the time. Like, you guys didn't look it up on IMDb? No. It Dude, I effort. thought Sucker Punch took place in an orphanage. Oh, <laughs> no, he was a mental institution. We got ripped Two weeks later. <laughs> yep. I love the movie, but look, I went there for the dragons and the. Ch- I, you know. I wish like if I ever see it again, I'm going to just watch it and think in my head, this is an orphanage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it might raise the stakes a little bit because yeah. I was kind of like these are all these women all seem adult enough that any group of them could overtake these assholes that are in charge of this place. <laughs> I just couldn't get the I couldn't get what the menace was. They it were, just seemed like they were all they weren't singing enough songs together. Right. <laughs> that was that was their downfall. It's a cutthroat orphanage. You either get adopted or you get a lobotomy. <laughs> Me. There's no middle ground here. It's the first movie in a long time that I've spent the entire time wishing, just praying and wishing that I was loving it. Like I just wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to like it so much, and and I never gave up on it until it was over. And I went, oh, it never, it never did anything for me. Oh, it never turned over for you. See, huh? I hated, I hated the first twenty minutes of it because it was just a loud, obnoxious kind of music video. And then I said, all right, well, this is just obviously just stylized trash, and I'm just going to go with it. And I. I think I went the opposite. I was just like, I shut my brain off, and I was like, all right, I get what they're trying to do, and I enjoyed it for what it was for me. But yeah, I could see where a lot of people hated it for sure. Yeah, and I just, I, I, I that's while I was watching, I was saying this could, but this could be one of those things where it's going to get somewhat of a cult status, and the people that love it really love it. Yeah, I dug it. I really liked it. I gave it four out of five schmoes, our rating system, and it made me really believe in Zack Snyder as far as making the new uh, Superman movie, it's right? Well, that's going to be, yeah, that's going to, that could go either way at yeah. this point, because if, if he wants to continue to do the thing he did, because essentially Watchmen is just, uh, you know, as kind of a yeah. prequel to Sucker Punch in yeah. that uh, major sequences take place over, like, you hear practically an entire song. Uh, it ha- happening over a sequence that happens a lot in Watchmen, and then it, and Sucker Punch is that wall to wall. So it's uh, that's a little scary that he would do that with a Superman movie because I don't think I don't think that would work for a, for a no, Superman movie. No, it would be movie. awful. If it's closer to the Owl movie that that's he did, then it could be really <laughs> that's good. A, that's the only thing that gives me hope. But the Owl movie told a really st- I didn't see it, but it told a really straightforward story. Yeah. Well, right, it's, and had a yeah. lot of physical action. And in I it. think there was one song in there. It like turned into a Disney movie for like five minutes. Yeah. Where it was like a Pocahontas song or something, yeah, but I was in the bathroom during that time. So. But the thing is, too, it's the only movie that he's got that does has any character development is that Elle's movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. 
it is weird watching the owls talk for like the first five minutes of the movie. You're like, owls can't talk. But <laughs> after that, you're like, it's like watching a cover band. It takes five minutes to realize how silly it is. And then you really well. That's that's the thing about Sucker Punch for me is that it was just like I I, I find I found all the actors appealing to look at, but mm-hmm. I didn't find any of any of what they were saying or doing or how they were behaving interesting. Like I just couldn't get I couldn't get into it. And I'm like, you know, I I draw the line at Charlie's Angels too, but Charlie's Angels one was really fun. Uh, I, please, I really enjoyed please, it. Doug, Doug. I enjoyed it, but then Charlie's, Charlie's Angels, Angels 2, 2 was too much. It was too much. Full throttle. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They tried to take Please. Benson to sixth Sorry. gear, and he was like, no, I'm, sh- I'm downshifting, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, really t- it really took an ugly turn of like, oh, more of that is not a good idea. Like, it worked once, you know, and we, sh- we should move on. Like, but in general, like, sexy girls fighting is the best. Kill Bill. And yeah, of course. I just mm-hmm. saw the whole th- the whole thing the whole uh, at the affair. New Beverly. Yeah, oh, I wow. sat there and watched uh, part one and two with an intermission in between the two. Yep. And uh, the only thing that was different it was the unrated version. But the only difference I could tell was that the uh, scene where the with the crazy eighty eights. The, he doesn't have to go to black and white. It just stays in color the whole oh, time. Cool. <laughs> so, you, so you get all that, all the all the bloodshed. Except for a couple of times it goes to black and white because now it'll now it's the stylistic choice. Right. But for a while it was a, uh, a choice I had to make because of censorship. Is there any truth that he's going to do the the sequel to it? He had said it a couple of times. I, you know, who knows what he's going to do or how long it's going to take. I, if anyone here had ever worked with him or knew him, they could probably weigh in. <laughs> if we only had a guy on the inside. If anyone here was uh, in a movie and yeah. spent a lot of time working on it and then... It, only has a couple of brief scenes. Ever, uh, what was the name of that movie he did about the Nazis? It was like uncelebrated assholes or something uh, like. We ever had a no, man? It was something. It's something about hang thrones. On hang on, guys. I'm texting BJ Novak. <laughs> Bring it to the bottom of this. Um, look, he Quentin loves to talk about the movies he has in his head that he's working on. Yeah, and getting him to paper I, is a whole other deal. I, right. I'm sure he's sketched out stuff, but it's like. Since Pulp Fiction, he's been talking about, oh, we're going to do the Vega Brothers. Oh, we're going to do Kill Bill Volume 3. Oh, we're going to do, he t- on the set of Bastards, he was like, we're going to do a prequel to this. We're going to do Aldo and uh, uh, the Bear Jew coming up through Italy. Like I'd watch he, that. I would. I would. I would hope he tables the Vega brothers. <laughs> I think it's been tabled. I, I think it's officially been tabled. But I mean, the this God is the guy me. who like the story is never complete for him. Like there's always more that can be told. And I think if he ever actually sat down and really started to do that for his old movies, he'd never make anything new. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And by table, I meant shit can. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're safe. I think because on the table, it still still could happen. Right. I think I, I want it incinerated. <laughs> I think you publicly said a couple years ago that both the guys are too old. Now I, well, I'd actually be fascinated it. by that, though. Actually, I'd love too. to see the script. That I that I'd be interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'd love to. That I think that's what he should do is just put out. You know, if he's he will. I don't know if laziness is the right word for it because he, you know, his stuff he puts out. At least it's always pretty amazing. You know, no, it's it so is. Detailed. If he was putting out things more quickly, like a lot of the directors that make a movie a year, mm-hmm. his like stuff Woody would Allen? be his stuff would be more hit and miss or mostly miss. <laughs> in the case of him, his new movie is his forty second movie. Holy shit! Woody he's, Allen's made forty two movies, and Bob I could name Dylan probably thirty seven or thirty eight of them. I, I mean, I've always loved him and paid attention <laughs> yeah. to what he was doing, but. Man, so the McAdams? last few years have been brutal. Yeah, yeah, it's Rachel McAdams and Owen Wilson right, playing right, the right, role right, right. of Woody Allen. Oh, yeah, you know Willie Ad- Woody Allen's Willie alter Allen. ego. Even the it's one Willie everybody, Allen. the it's one Willie everybody Allen. loved with Scarlett Johansson. If Scarlett Johansson wasn't in it, running around acting sexy, it would have been boring as fuck. Is that match point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I actually thought that was. I a good like movie. Scoop was terrible. 
I didn't see that. Scoop was the one where uh, Ian McKellen, not McKellen, uh, the guy from (laughs) Deadwood. uh, Ian McShane. McShane. uh, He plays a... um, a dead dead magician who appears to Woody Allen and you know helps him uh, because he's a magician, a shitty magician. I see. And uh, he appears before him, and then uh, what's her name, uh, Johansson becomes his assistant. But it's supposed to be a comedy. It's so not funny. Mm-hmm. And everything that comes out of Scarlet. And by the way, Woody Allen, if you listen to this podcast, um, forget it. I just, <laughs> there's nothing I could say to save it at this point. Jesus. Why? The what shit were you of, the shit out of his work. I was in No, it. I was already saying that, it, yeah, it's just... Uh, you love Woody Allen, but... It, it, in, in Scoop, he finally makes the... He, Natasha... Uh, Natasha uh, Scarlett Scarlet, Scarlet has to... All of her lines uh, sound like they're just... She talks like Woody Allen. Yeah, I noticed that from watching the trailer. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, that's, and that it's just like, that's finally going too far, you know, like... Until he gets like Lucy Liu to talk like him in a movie, then it would really be like, wow. <laughs> I'd like to see I'm that. Really, we've really gotten to the bottom of this. I'd By like the way, I've never much. felt more comfortable on a podcast because he just called Scarlett Johansson. I think you were going for Natasha Henstridge is what you were about to call her. I don't think so, minute. but uh, <laughs> man, Natasha, Natasha Henstridge. Henstridge. I saw her in line at the grocery store one time, and I was just like, I, I, those when she takes out her boobs in, in Species... That's probably one of the. That's right up there with like uh, Jamie Phoebe Lee Curtis and yeah. Trading Places. When she gets hatched, and Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates on. might still be number one. Or the chick from. What about one. the chick from Just One of the Guys? Oh yeah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the trouble with movie. that one though is that it's it's the legend has it that's really her boobs, but they cut into a close up like it's a double, like like. Right. I th- I think you see her face though. Then I think they go they pull out. Yeah, and you, yeah, see yeah, you definitely, definitely her. see her face. Yeah, Don't worry but, but initially it's tits. like it's like oh no, this is gonna be one of those. Oh no, I gotta get scared. <laughs> oh no, these aren't gonna be real. But um, but I just think that there's something about. As a man, I just have never, I, I can never ever forget whenever somebody really hot shows up on screen, has a real part in the movie, like is a real actress, is not some idiot, and then they just take out their amazing boobs. Like it's the greatest moment well, when that happens. Yeah, well, even worked with Your Highness when Natalie Portman showed her ass. How could knows. you say this to me when I haven't seen that yet? Well, it's in the trailer. And was assuming. It's in the trailer. Oh, well. She could show her ass in the trailer. How much ass is that? Red band trailer. Oh, he's in the red band trailer. Mo's no ass, or is it in that thong? (laughs) It's it's in the thong, but I mean, it's pretty much her her ass. And then everyone was like, like, well, that could be a double. It's a full shot of her. Like, well, you see her ass pretty good in uh, closer, closer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our editors editing that. We did about thirty minutes on her ass in that review, and they had to cut it down. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) us talking about it, but because we thought her ass started in it. Because the the movie had other qualities that I'm sure were around. that we didn't really pay attention to. It was funny. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, you know, I, I can't believe it's getting uh, such universally bad reviews. I, I just kind of write it off as the MacGyver factor where, like, uh, an older critic that's out of touch is sitting in a room by himself watching this movie that's, you know, as by all accounts, pretty dirty and yep. s- silly. It's, and it's just... I said MacGyver again. Yeah. I, always, I always call it MacGyver in conversation. We're all thinking, wait, there's a MacGyver movie? We have to see this immediately. I'm just distracted right now by Netflix. how much Sam Levine looks like... Um, Tarantino. No. Uh, <laughs> Wolverine. You know so what? Wolverine, the cartoon character. You look like Tiny Wolverine. Now, here's why. Here's why. You went from listening. Tiny Dana Gould to Tiny Wolverine. That's an upgrade, Sam. Congratulations. I will take it. I will take it. Now, allow me to explain what's going on here. I have not shaved. I've, I've grown a little bit of a beard here, and I've not had my hair cut in a long time because I am meeting with a potential director person 
uh, for a role that requires me to be kind of hippie-ish. Hippie-ish? Yeah. And you so, you look so... It, it looks... You've grown beard, but it just all looks very uh, clean-cut. Really? It looks like fucking Wolverine. That's insane. All I did was uh, shave my neck for so my girlfriend But that's what I'm saying. If you want to be hippie beard, you got to have some more neck some hair. Neck beard? Yeah, it looks like you really... It looks like a well-maintained beard. <laughs> this took doesn't 10 look, seconds. It doesn't look like a hippie. You know what was great uh, about your explanation? Yeah, grow out some... Shave it weird. Go in like Keanu Reeves in The Gift and... Uh, <laughs> And I'm afraid that that's that's all I'm take out weird friend. chunks of it with a with a razor and and then you'll look like more of a hippie. If only that were what really happened, Keanu Reeves. You should never attempt to grow a beard. Period. No, yeah, no. He's like I, mine's terrible too. I can't I can't really uh, I shouldn't sh- throw. And neither uh, should I. I'm not. I this is not a very. I good shouldn't beard, throw but. stones at his lake house because <laughs> <laughs> oh I might get a letter a year early. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, we got to play the letter Malton game. Wait, can we talk about source code real quick? Because yeah. I actually saw that this weekend. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about it really quick. Yeah, Did you guys yeah. see it? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Spoiler fucking alert. There's no way to talk about this movie without. Whoa. 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 No spoiler alert. Talk about it. You know where I'm going with this, right? People are waiting. Somebody gets screwed, is basically what People are waiting for DVD. Somebody gets screwed. Yes. He gets absolutely fucked. I totally agree with you. Without spoiling, someone gets screwed bad. It's about a train exploding and lots of people dying, so it's safe to assume someone got fucked. Yeah, someone gets really screwed in that movie. Somebody is at the pearly gates of heaven complaining, excuse me. Um, I'm I not had, supposed yeah. to be here! The train had another soul that I was going to live. Um, <laughs> that's, the, that's the truth. Why do I have to look down and watch this other guy bang yeah. my girlfriend? Why is that happening? Yeah, you just spoiled it. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Kind of. No. It's still interesting. I will say this. If I li- you like I, any sort of time travel, if you like alternate reality Quantum Leap, man. see this movie, yeah. it's actually really entertaining. It's, it's our, it was my favorite yeah. movie the of the year. The never give spoilers unless Little Wolverine brings it up. In that case, you have to run with it. <laughs> nice work, LW. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All so right, uh, let's game. play Letter Mullen game. Right. Take out your phone. You explain the rules. Uh, uh, it's this game that we play. I believe we played this on the Corolla podcast, if I'm not mistaken. No, when, we when didn't. you guest hosted it. Oh, I made you guys play it on there? <laughs> You did guest host Adam Carolla once. I time. did do that. Yeah. And you guys were on, but I yeah. thought we just shot the shit. I didn't think we played the Leonard Moulton game. I'm just comfortable with you, regardless of what game you want to play. Though. Well, Brian and Allison were on uh, last week, and they uh, they played. Well, I'm the last guy to not play it, so let's get it going. All right. All right, here we go. You'll figure um, it out as we go. Right, Sam will Doug, start with we're me. We're going to start with you. I, I normally host this part. <laughs> and the whole show. <laughs> Let's do that sometime. You host up until this part, and then I run the game. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. I'll or you're going to be in the, the tournament way. of championships. So all, right, all right. Here we go. All right. Um, so your three categories to choose okay. from. Uh, in honor of 420, uh, Clint Howard is having his birthday then. So all right. uh, you've got Clint Howard movies. So we're, uh, let me just set it up for everybody. We're two days out from 420 now, right. and when they're listening to this, it will have been two days ago. Right. Continue. But, you know, 420 for you. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Clint Howard put, movies. Put it in a time and place. You can do, <laughs> do Clint Howard movies. Uh, you can do, because uh, we're still... Wait, wait, April. wait. That's the 420 category? That's uh, one of my 420 Oh, categories. these are all 420 no, categories. No, I just have a f- two 420 categories. Oh, my God. I've never done that. I've never had two categories <laughs> that are under a subcategory no, heading no, no, or no, something. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Uh, so you got Clint Howard movies. <laughs> Sam's taking a lot of crap from the guests on this one. I, re- I always take crap from Doug. It's, it's we got to. I got to talk him through it. You know, it's like if uh, Alex Trebek was playing Jeopardy, he he probably would tell them when they're doing it wrong. He probably would. Baseball movies, or and this is a great category because uh, I think it it leaves so much open. 
movies my mom likes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I shot her an email this morning. Like, my mom my mother, Lynn Levine, I shot her an email this morning. I was like, eh, just name some of your favorite movies. And so uh, there you go. That's what I got back. All right, so Mama Wolverine movies, mm-hmm. <laughs> or baseball, baseball or Clint Howard, movies. or Clint Howard. Go? Mm, I'm going to go with. Now, when you say Clint Howard, you mean he, Ron Howard movies, right? Not necessarily. <laughs> okay, not necessarily. I know you're, he has been in a few others, but <laughs> I have. But my he's own been in every Ron Howard movie. Okay. Do, do you think there is a Ron Howard movie he hasn't been in? Or wasn't in? Ooh, I, we should look into that. I that bet you there be hasn't question. been. I bet I you there hasn't so. been. And his dad's in most of them, too. Mm-hmm. Rance. Rance Howard. Yeah. yeah, and the mom was in some. Yes. Wow. All right. Yeah, I know a lot about the Howards. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Stumped. Um, Weird. I will go with baseball. All right. <laughs> Would you like a baseball movie from 1988, 1993, or 2005? Years mean nothing to me. Um, I'm terrible with the years. Uh, give them to me again. 88, 93, 05. Let's go 88. Good choice. Right. Good All choice. Right. Here we go. It does, so don't uh, wait yeah, until don't it's your it. turn uh-huh. before uh-huh. responding to anything, because you might hear something where you think you're supposed to say I'm the just name being the cousin on Family Feud rooting you on. That's all I'm doing. No, no. We're playing against each other. Okay. So don't root me yeah. on. Cheer against Tear me on. down. Oh. Yeah. It's going to come around to you in a second, and you'll, you'll see. You'll, you'll, you'll figure it out All right, once Doug. you watch Christian do Leonard it. liked this one. He gave it three stars. Okay. He said it was exquisitely detailed, uh-huh. and the writer-director touches all the bases, except perhaps in terms of emotion. And there are 16 names. Whoa! Right? That's a lot of names. That's a lot, right? Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of names. All right. So now it's a bidding game. Mark, where uh, we uh, go around the three of us and bid on how many names from the cast of the movie it would take to guess the name of this movie from, you know, 16. And the 16th person is the lowest billed name that yeah. is, is listed on Leonard Maltin's app. So I'm going to start the bidding. I'm going to bring it down a little bit right. and say 12 names. All right. It would take me reading from the bottom of the list up to name this baseball movie. All right. Christian, would, 19, you, would you care to bid lower than Doug, or do you want him to name that it? Twelve names. Yeah, I, I want him to, to name the movie. <laughs> All right. So so by doing <laughs> that, he, he, it doesn't before. go to you. You don't, you don't no. get a chance. No, oh, you, I don't you, even oh, chance oh, now I get point. it. Now I see what's happening. See, this happens. I I too often don't say when I ask the guests ahead of time to listen to the podcast all the way through. All the through. way through. Because yeah, they never the listen all you've, the way through. You've basically just given Doug the point on this, but that's fine. That's fine. And yeah. I'm the one who hasn't listened to the podcast. Maybe well I done, won't get Harlow. it. Maybe, hey. maybe not. Maybe I won't there's get almost it. no way you can't get it. Damn, shit, man. He's going to pee in but your face. You do, but that's how you do it. Is you, you, you challenge the other person to name it, and if I, if I fail, you'll get the point. If I get it, I'll get the point. Right, let's not and judge we'll, me yet. Let's we'll see how he does. And we'll do another one. Yeah, he could. It's first person to two points, so you're still in this. All right, here we go. First name is Maggie Renzi. The great. And you got Renzi. John Anderson. <laughs> Do you know it already? <laughs> From Maggie Renzi? Oh, I know. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. All right. Uh, all right. Studs Turkle. Yep. <laughs> Kevin uh, Kevin Ty. Yeah. Bill Irwin. James Reed. Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. All right. I'm only six names in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, still, I, no, I still think I can say it. All right. Go for it. Eighth man out. Oh. <gasps> 
Cl- <laughs> Judges? Oh, it's not. That's not the right name. <laughs> Sorry, Grandpa. Yes. I know. I got it wrong. Right? Wait, 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 wait. Let me get it right. Let me get it right. <laughs> is that, is that, that's not how the game's played, is it? It's something know. men out. It's something men out. You're so very close. You're so close. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I got this. I got this. I got this. I got how to figure it out. People are screaming in their cars catcher, first to base, shortstop, <laughs> second base, third base, three in the outfield. No. No. That's not how you get it. That's not. You're not going to. It's get not a baseball it. reference. You, you were so close with the with the, everything you had said before. This is great. <laughs> eight men out. There it hey. is. What did I say? You said eighth man out. Oh well, yeah. I was just I was hedging my bets by <laughs> by fudging the pronunciation because I wasn't completely. Clear. No, I'm just like going to the movies. I wanted tickets for the. What did the kids want to see? Eighth man <laughs> out. Mom, I don't. My mom doesn't see these. Is that the that one new? with Jusak. <laughs> if I was going to screw it up for humor, I could do better than that. <laughs> Because I do that all the time at the box office. It's fun to just say say it as inaccurately as possible, but while still conveying what you want, so that they they'll just give you the t- they usually just give you the ticket without any any discussion. Yeah, they just they kind of know which one you're you're trying to see. <laughs> give me one for Boylesque. They're not going to go. Did you mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, congratulations, Doug. All right. I believe for the first time in the history of me hosting this game, you have a point. Right. Really? Still I, it, I'm, huh? I'm afraid I think that you might, might be, be right. Uh, John Sales directed that. Uh, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, wow. so wow. I'm not as stupid as I sound. No, no, sir. Oh, Matt knew that Maggie Renzi was uh, the ah, producer on the movie. The nap. Wow. That was a good clue um, for all you. All right, so point, Benson, Christian. Yes, sir. We're going to start with you now. No, Let's no, we it. start with Mark because he didn't um, even get a chance to participate. All right. Very yeah, well. Christian Mark. had a shot, blew We're it. going to get to choose But you're category. doing a great job, Sam. I'm not picking on everything. Thanks, buddy. All right, here we go. <laughs> so uh, you're going to get, uh, I will give you uh, three different categories. How about that? Okay, let's do it. You can select from another one of my 420 birthdays, Crispin Glover. Ooh, has a 420 yeah. birthday. So Crispin Glover movies. Oh, Clint uh, Howard was born on 420. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I get it. There you go. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Figured it out. Oh, terrible. <laughs> All right. Uh, Crispin Glover movies. Uh, yeah, where was he born? That's I'll tempting. hit you again with uh, movies my mom likes. Okay. And uh, really or, you can also, that. or you can also choose from In Theaters Now, which is a very popular category. Oh, it's such a popular category. Yeah, In Theaters Now, I think I would probably... I'm, I'm most confident within theaters now. You don't it's, get a rating because yeah, Leonard doesn't rate no his reviews are longer. Yeah, but you still get you still get a few clues, and you know that it's in theaters now. Okay, and so if you guys are seeing everything, then you've probably seen probably the movies. That, the movies that he's got. I will put my up. credibility as a movie reviewer on the line, on and I will do now. movies in okay. theaters now. Would you well, like with all apologies to your mom? Would you like a movie from now, now, or now? Uh, the third one. Okay, here we go. Have I ever said that? No. Okay, good. <laughs> but no, I mean, should. no, no, I just mean that, you know, that was a funny joke. I'm, oh, I'm happy you. for you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Sounds like something I might have said at some point. It is weird that you have three of them loaded up and you right. just have to pick one. Right. Yeah, yeah. You might you might have said it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I may have heard it. I play seat. this game a lot, you okay. know, especially All right, when I'm alone. Here we go. Uh, Laird says... It's well-crafted and well-cast. One problem may be its length. The lead does a fine job, but he, uh, Leonard, has to rate this one as a near-miss. And you've got ten names. Mm. Um, I think I can get it on six names. All right. 
That's a strong bid. I should tell you guys, since you haven't played before, you, it, the bidding goes all the way to zero, and if you go to negative names, if the, you choose to, that means you have to name it in order from the, the top of the billing, however many negative names you say. Yeah, complicated So shit. if we'd done that on the last one on, on 8 Minute and you give negative one, then you'd have to say John Cusack and go down right, the list right, right. that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah. Of so what do you out. got? Uh, eighth Man, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, the Eighth Man was uh, wasn't that a ver- ver- early Verhoeven with uh, Rutger Hauer? <laughs> oh, I think I, I think, think it was. I think maybe you're right. <laughs> All right. Other than my uh, Verhoeven cinema technique class, I'm very good at trivia where you don't you're not saying anything anybody's heard of or knows about, and you can just say it and just and act like you're smart. Nicely done. Yeah, you cornered the market. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's six names to you, Doug. I'll go five names. All right. I'm not kidding around. I'll try four. Wow. Ooh, now it's getting I'll try four. I will I'll do three. Wow. How many names are there? Ten? Ten names. And it's in theaters it. now? It's in theaters right now. What are the clues again? It's well crafted and well cast. One problem may be its length. The lead does a fine job. Len rates it as a near miss. It's in theaters now? Right now. We go out and see it this afternoon. You and me. Like the old days, Doug. I'll, I'll go negative one name. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, my goodness. I want to get into the tournament of championships. Matt, Matt Belknap. He threw his headphones so off. so shocked. His headphones <laughs> sh- shot off a, of his there head. There could be a sound issue for a second. Shot off of his head. Benson was laying low for a minute. Then Amarillo Slim just Came steps out. up yeah. to the table. I had to think about it. I, I put all the clues together. <laughs> I, I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is, too. So, but Well, no hang more. on. If, yeah. if, if Christian... He has to say name it or go yeah. negative two or yeah. more names. Yeah. <sighs> On that one, um, I'll go negative two. Oh my god! Wow! You try it. All right, I now, think I'm gonna go negative three. This wow. is insane. now you gotta get them in order in the building in order. as listed by Leonard. It's not always accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to give you a heads up on that. So I yeah I gotta say name name it and name three names. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's okay. the movie? What, you want to start with all? the movie? Yeah. Um, if starting with the names is silly if it's the wrong movie. Yeah, I I think it's source code. And I think it's Jake. Hang on, wait a second. Is it source code? It is not. Source code. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think You're so. With the trains. <laughs> okay. You know, like all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me try well, now. The point goes to. I get the point. Oh, yeah, you yeah. just won the game, by the way. Oh, I won the whole thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but it's 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 the adjustment bureau. No. Oh, that's wow. what I thought it was. I was going to adjustment bureau. Matt Damon, suck it. <laughs> so what is it? It's well crafted. Why would source? Because the, you know the like the near miss is like when two planes no, almost I hit know, each other. I know. Like the I, know. It's, I know. Arthur. No, no, no. He says the movie. <laughs> he not, says the movie's a near miss. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm gonna it's not supposed reading. to be a pun. I'm going to read from the bottom up. Oh, I love it. And then you guys. You can just, Matt play? Absolutely. All Everyone right. can play. Here we go. Brian Cranston. Oh. Francis Fisher. Oh, yeah. Stop, the, stop, uh, stop. Make lawyer. a lawyer. Nice. <laughs> 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 Dude, well, our YouTube uh, channel subscribers' numbers were plummeting wow. until I saved it with the Lincoln lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> This has happened at least two or three times I've done this. I sit at home for hours preparing 18 fucking great movies, and it only takes two to crown a winner. Well, sometimes it goes fast, but we could do a, a bonus one for Absolutely. fun. Mama Wolverine does, should get her category does, heard is yeah, what I thank say. You. Movies my mom likes. I brought for you guys, um, we'll play that category in a second, right. but I brought for all my guests on the show today, uh, each of you get a Woot Monkey. Oh, wow. <laughs> Finally, yeah. thank you. And uh, if you listen to the show, you'd know all about Woot Monkey. I felt like I was going <laughs> to have to be in the audience. Pull, the, the, you pull this thing review. out, and then it will make this noise whether you want it to or not for the rest of time. You don't know how appropriate this is for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Their arms are slingshots, so you can actually shoot them through the air. See? 
basically like this. Oh wow! You're the home oh, viewer. We're wow. slinging monkeys across the <laughs> across uh, the studio here. The studio. Yeah, a lot awesome. of fun. Yeah, it's really it's like fun. Planet of the Apes uh, trip. Pull the pull God. the thing for so it'll scream when you shoot it through the air. Oh yeah, you got to give him like a rebel yell kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then he uh, and then he'll go. <laughs> yeah. Nope. There uh, you go. Yeah, pull that out and now throw him. Yeah. All right. Here we you, go. You use the slingshot arms and shoot him through the air. Off you go. Oh monkey. my. Oh, <laughs> well done. The the, the, the apes would not rise if Broke that his was leg. The, yeah. yeah. We have an injured ape screaming. The monkeys. Yeah. And I've been I've been uh, for people coming to my live shows. I've been shooting them out into the crowd on occasion. Wow. The monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doug, I'm really so proud be of you, sure to wear way. your. Uh, <laughs> I'm really, Slickers. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. Remember when you texted me today to remind me about the podcast? What did I text you back? Um, I said I prepped a great Malton game today, and I have a good feeling for you. Oh yeah, you did. You, didn't you have haven't a good won yet. Me. And I felt I felt like you yeah. were all in your way. Well, also it's you know mentally I was there. I was here I was at the at the game before these guys. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like Tyson prepping himself against Spence. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you don't want to run into Benson on four twenty week playing the Leonard Malton game. <laughs> Since Christian never got to choose a category or anything, you're yeah. gonna you're just getting stuck with movies. Mom's mom's category, okay. So you get one from nineteen ninety ninety five or two thousand seven. Mm. Recent movies for your mom. Ninety. I, I asked her to. There were a bunch in there that were not. <laughs> Holiday good. Inn is that in theaters? <laughs> nineteen ninety. All right. Nineteen ninety. I love meet me in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> What's the year? This is nineteen ninety. Okay. And Leonard, much like myself, loved this movie. He gave it Ooh. three and a half stars. I would give it four. Okay. Called it exciting and complex, long, potentially confusing at times. <laughs> But it was an Oscar winner for sound effects editing. Is he describing this podcast or the movie? That was. <laughs> and you get thirteen names. Hmm. Nineteen ninety. Ah. Actually, I think I can do it in ten. Ten names. That's a strong opening bid. Okay. Uh, I'll go to eight. Eight names. Ooh, jumped. Jumped a bid. Negative two, please. Oh, my goodness. There's no way you know already. <laughs> it's He's negative two, please. So hopped up two? on roids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know it? I'm excited about oh, this. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure I know it. I hope so. It's got to be that, right? Read the clues again. Name the movie. All right, one more time for you. Christian Three and says stars. name it. Yeah. Exciting, complex, long, potentially confusing at times. Oscar winner for sound effects editing. Give me the negative two. Oh, yeah. I don't know what this is. Oh, what an asshole. <laughs> you have to name it based on that. <laughs> Ghost. <laughs> no, because it changed with the um, potentially confusing. Threw it off. But hang on a second. Can okay. I ask a question I got a second about to the think hint? about it. Because you said sound effects editing. Did it, could it have won other Oscars that you're not mentioning? Do you know? I don't know. This was in uh, Leonard's review. Okay. Damn you, Molten. <laughs> and your riddles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The, the clues don't help. They just make it harder. That's, that's true. That's Thank part. You, of, that's Sam, part of the fun about it. In my opinion, in my opinion, it it should have been nominated for other things if it wasn't. Huh? Okay. I don't know. If and it was. obviously, your mom feels the same way. She loves this, this movie her category as much as I do. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and give me the two names. <laughs> <laughs> the negative two. Yeah. Right, give me the, the two negative names. Um, damn it! I really thought I'd hone in on it, but the confusing part doesn't you, doesn't make you sense. Did you think it was? What did you think it was? I thought it, I thought I was going to say Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, Titanic. 1990? Yeah. I know. I'm terrible with years. When was Titanic? 97. <laughs> all right. And it was All, December right. all 19th, right. It wasn't the theme of my prom. 1997, that movie opened. <laughs> it was Christmas, like Christmas of 97, right? This is when I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fell in all love right. with I Celine remember Dion. the day. 
I stood in line. All right, let's hear the clues again. We can figure this out. <laughs> I have a shot like in the dark that I'm willing to take. Now. Let's hear the clues again. It's exciting. It's complex. Titanic. No. <laughs> it's long and potentially confusing at times. Oh. And there's no boats. But it's an Oscar winner for sound effects editing. Um, 13 names. JFK, Kevin Costner. That was 90. Walter Matthau. One. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? It could be because didn't Dances with Wolves. No. Oh. Be good, no, be Goodfellas in every major category of the Oscars that year, so it could be Goodfellas. That's nice. Is it confusing? Goodfellas? What's Good, confusing? Goodfellas is 91. Who knows no, what Leonard Maltin was on in the 90s, man? Oh, all right. He's, he's right. Dances with Elves, as I like to call it, did, <laughs> did in fact beat Goodfellas for Best Picture. Oh, right. Okay. But this is 90. This is, this is also 90. Uh, you know what? I think this one may have even been nominated for Best Picture. They nominate five of them. Yeah. This one, it should, if it isn't nominated for Best Picture that year, it's a fucking crime. Fort Fairlane. No, I'm sorry. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we, do you want to do the same thing where you read from the bottom? We'll yell it out when we know it. There we go. Here it we go. Sounds like fun. Wait, somebody won the pool in the point. You won. Christian got a point. Yeah. Oh yeah, you get. I a mean, point. there's All no right. reason to get points at this <laughs> point. I Timothy Carhart. Who? Timothy Carhart. I know it. No, I don't. Great you're, name. You're gonna know it on this one. Timothy though. Carhart was the. I bad guarantee guy you, when are you guys um, gonna know on this next name? In Beverly Hills Cop too. Fred Dalton Thompson. That's we're gonna guarantee we know Ooh, it from that. Yeah. Um. He's in all those. He, he's in every. If you're a '90s action movie, you Hunt for Red October. That's the movie. Yeah. Nicely done. <laughs> How do you get it? Only two fucking names. That's all you needed. Why do I have to go and fucking show off with the negative two I don't bullshit? Know why. why couldn't I just wait? Why Let it come to me. It would have just gotten. came to me. And a great play by Sam's mom throwing the, the Hunt for Red October. I you know that's not a mom yeah, movie. It's yeah. not a mom movie. And her other two movies, you would not. She loves Tim Curry. She loves Sally. anything that Tim Curry's in. She does. Tim yeah, Curry. Does Ned Vaughn get billing in there? Wrecked in this game. No. Ned Vaughn's like the kid sitting there at the thing going boop, boop, and going, oh, no, there's the thing. Yeah. And uh, I knew him. I was kind of friends with him, so I was excited to see him in there. Oh, all right. Um, well, I'm very proud of you, Doug. Knew you want to take a movie my mom likes from 1995 or 2007? Um, we're out of time, but that sounds <laughs> like a lot of fun on another. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> okay, um, real quick, real quick. What are the years? 95, 2007. All right, uh, 95, 2007. All right. Oh, since I won the Leonard Maltin game, each of you on the blank space here on this piece of paper, please write down somebody you, you would like me to call a shithead for my closing, my signature closing of the show. Doesn't matter who it is. Anybody you want. Anyone you want Doug Benson to call a shithead, uh, about 1,600 people are going to hear this. That's... What's that? I'm talking about the year. People in the 1600s listen to this. <laughs> um, what are the years? 95, 2007. That your mom likes. These are movies my mother loves. Let's go more recent. Let's go 2007. Here we go. Three stars. Is J-Lo in it? <laughs> no. Okay. Three stars. My mother thinks... Uh, so far, your mother has good taste. Red, Hunt for October is a good movie. I think uh, this movie deserves four stars. Uh, Leonard called it rock solid. And the writer-director tells the story with supreme assurance. And then Leonard also says, be sure to sit through the credits. Nine names. Be sure to sit through the credits. Like, I know, right? Why? For outtakes or for an additional scene? Now, or I know what he's talking saying, about. saying, go home. I know what he's talking about, but I th and I think it's weird he wrote that in his review. Hmm. Let me point that out. I think I know how to pronounce those names. <laughs> <laughs> Nine names, Doug. Oh, are you starting with me? I guess, right? Who should we start with? I, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't, does it? Yeah. Um, I was too worried about who the shithead was, so I didn't hear What's the year again? 
It's uh, 2007. Rock solid. Three stars. Rock solid. The writer-director tells the story with supreme assurance. Be sure to sit through the credits. Nine names. I'm going to go with, what's the year again? It's 2007. 2007. He only gave it three stars. Yeah, Sounds I, like he I, loves it. And I love three it. Stars. I think it deserves four. What are you doing, Len? It's a four-star movie. Yes. And what's the year again? Movie. <laughs> 97? 2007. Jesus Ten years Christ. after Titanic. Oh, this, this is like shit. my grandpa. Wait, 2007. That's too recently for what I think it is. Damn it. Give me clues one more time. Rock solid. Writer-director tells the story with supreme assurance. Be sure to sit through the credits. Nine names, Doug. You, could, you don't have to get it all on that. I'll give you some name clues. Come on, just make it. All right, bit. all right. I'll go seven names. Seven names. What do you say, Christian? Not extremely confident, but I think if I hear six names, I'll do six. What do you say, Mark? I have confidence in myself, my abilities, five names. I'll go, I'll go four. <laughs> this is good, guys. We're on to something. Three? I'll go three. Was that a silent bid? Am I supposed to call them out now? He just held up three fingers. Three. <laughs> I'll try three. Um, let's do two. Right. Wow. Because I want to throw it to Benson with one name to go. I want to see. We're down to two names. You can, you can either say name that movie or bid lower. So bad with the years. I have no. I have no real strong feeling about what this is. Mm. Sounds like a movie from it could have been ten years ago. <laughs> could have been last year. <laughs> nothing really specific in any of the clues. Every day you wake up, everything that happened before you woke up, it's just a mash in your brain, isn't it? No, it's not. Bad. Just no. <laughs> I remember names and faces and you know stuff about <laughs> movies. You bring up a movie, I could tell you something about it. Sure. You know? But the year? Aren't you on those VH1, like I love the 80s shows where you have to know a specific year? No, I'm not. That's why I'm not on those. (laughs) Everybody thinks I'm on those, but I was on Best Week Ever, where I always knew what week it was. (laughs) (laughs) Always, Doug. There were a couple times Pretty much always. All right. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to tell, I'm going to say Mark, name that movie. All right, Mark. You're going to get two names. Okay. And they are? Austin Williams <clears throat> Ooh. and Dennis O'Hare. And if it means anything, Dennis spells his name with just the one N. With just the one N. Yeah. Like a Dennis Leary and one kind of S. Yeah. Um, and one hmm. apostrophe uh, in the O'Hare. 2007. Rock solid. Three stars. Writer-director tells the story with supreme assurance. Supreme assurance. Be probably, sure to those credits. It's probably a story that's been told throughout the ages. Thus, the director had to be assured when he told it. Uh, rock solid. Uh, I'm going to say it was the uh, adaptation of Beowulf. That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even hosting. I know that's wrong. <laughs> that is decidedly incorrect. All right. Oh. Dennis O'Hare really, though, is getting me. Oh. Uh, he doesn't do a ton of movies. He's more of a Broadway theater actor right, who well, I've seen on a couple of occasions. He won the point anyway. So, hey, so how about, how about David Lansbury? Oh. Ken Howard. Oh, Michael O'Keefe. Oh, Wait a second. The late Sidney Pollock. Oh, man. This next one's going to give it away. Mm-hmm. You think? Oh. Tilda Swinton. Oh, oh Michael Clayton? There it is. Oh. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Dennis O'Hare was in Michael Clayton. My wife's going to kill me I on that totally one, too. I totally remember that. One of our first dates. How great is that movie, Oh, Michael Clayton or Beowulf? Oh, yeah. That was probably Sidney Pollack's last quick. on-screen uh, role. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. And he was yeah. always so good as an actor. So good. Oh. I loved his dramatic stuff. In Eyes Wide Shut, he's so perfect. And in comedies, creepy. he's good. He was yeah, good. He was he's just great. good. Oh, I miss him. He was solid. 
I miss hanging out with him. Were you, were you in any, any of his movies? It was a rape. I was not in a city. Did you meet him? Movie, no. no, I never met him. Have you ever met a couple of schmoes before? Just uh, just did it. I like just that. Oh, you went on a date with that chick last night? How many schmoes you give her? <laughs> 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 it's the new first, second yeah, base thing. It's true. <laughs> give uh, Little Wolverine's beard a four out of four schmoes. Hey, thank you very much. <laughs> It's an awesome. You should perform at Universal Studios with. <laughs> you should have like, schmoes. Oh no, I'm having a baby. <laughs> you should have schmoes in different area codes. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show, Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, Schmoes No. Check them out, schmoesno.com, mm-hmm. and on YouTube. Click on their YouTube clips, and uh, they'll get more hits that way. Just Sam Levine, you can catch him for moments in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, and especially yep. in the trailer that got me <laughs> so excited. <laughs> I got so excited he runs while shooting a gun. Giant I can't wait gun. to see that. Oh, can't I can't wait, wait for to that. see it either someday. And then, no. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Levine with the two, two M's. M's. Thank you. One N in Dennis O'Hare, two M's in Sam Levine. <laughs> Sam Levine. And uh, be sure to look at my tour dates and um, also buy past seasons of this show at douglovesmovies.com. And the next taping of Douglas Movies at UCB on Tuesday, April 26th, I'll just tell you right now, I already know who the guests are going to be, and it is going to be super. As always, <laughs> Mike Ponce is a shithead, and Martini Paratore? E. Paratori? Yeah. Martini Paratori is a shithead. Love <laughs> you. me this time. <laughs> Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. No, it's not a sore subject, it's just I'm, I'm an asshole that just squints at everything and puts off going and getting glasses. I don't need glasses. Because I, you know, I could as soon as, as soon as I can't read uh, texts on my iPhone, that's it. That's, that's, then that's I will know? need the fucking glasses for sure. Or fall down well, but I do mix up the years on the Len Malton app because the, the coloring of them is uh, it's it's very hard to read. You won't need glasses. Just do what Kevin Pollock does. You can change the font size of your text. You know, of my text. You, the, the incoming, the incoming yeah. and outgoing yeah, see, text. No, I iPhone, get glasses before I do a punk move like it's that. Really <laughs> ridiculous. I get I'll, fucking I, glasses before I get the deck of cards with the big face yeah. things. Honest on to it. God, it looks like yeah. someone's got. He looks like he's looking at cue cards. It's the billboard option on his iPhone. You have to get a, a jitterbug, you know, with the huge numbers. <laughs> well, we just had a fucking save it for the air conversation. No. That was. I don't want to mean to Kevin on the. Oh no, you weren't. Guys, okay, set me up for that jitterbug so, joke again. That was really good. <laughs> so here's what we'll do is, uh, since you were rolling on us without telling us and it was a good conversation, um, at the end of this, remind me at the end of the show, I'll remind people to stick around after the end theme to hear this part. <laughs> It'll be like outtakes. It'll be like the end of Cannonball Run. Or you can just put it in there without telling anybody. Director's cut. No, because I just talked about it. Or it could be like, you know, over overtime with... Real time with Bill Maher overtime right, that right, where right. where you listen to hear a little bit more, right. like some people, as far as I'm concerned, will just say no. I had enough of those that four, those four people and occasion and, and Matt on occasion. I like the idea of just like that we're rewarding people who listen all the way through the end theme. Do you trust that people can hear what you're saying when you're sitting way over there? Well, I don't think this part needs to be part of it. Now we're just. I agree. This part does not belong. I love this part. I think this makes it real. This is the best part. Yeah, where we're just talking about 
whether or not we're going to do this and what's going to happen. Gold that was there has now become now Matt. Gold. Now Matt is speaking louder to make sure he's picked <laughs> up on a microphone. The, the liberation. <laughs> I think we show the listeners how the sausage was made and that Matt is the chef of said sausage. Yes. When I listen to a podcast and they have any anything they have at the end, I'll still listen to it until it goes absolutely quiet. So people are listening to all of this shit. Right. Do so you put w- it all in. Do you want to announce it later, like the bonus tracks on your CD? Uh, yell out bonus tracks. Yeah. I'm recording a new CD tomorrow, oh, and God. I'm very excited about getting to yell bonus tracks. Where are you then, recording uh, it? And then do some bonus tracks. What? Where are you recording? At the Punchline in Sacramento. It's really That's not close too to late me. to promote it, and it's two nights from now. Actually, oh. we're recording this on. 418. But now this is going to now we're repeating ourselves because that's the stuff I say at the top of the show. Well, good. So thanks for listening to all of this crap, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>